Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The date is January 25th, 1979. Robert Williams, a 25-year-old factory worker in a Ford Motor Company casting plant in Flat Rock, Michigan, is asked to scale a massive shelving unit to manually count the parts there. The five-story machine used to retrieve the castings is giving false readings, and it's Williams' task to go up and find out how many there actually are. While Williams is up there doing the job, a robot arm also tasked with parts retrieval goes about its work— In doing so, their paths accidentally cross, and the robotic arm catches the young man, striking him in the head and killing him instantly. And thus, on this wintry day, Williams becomes the first human in history to be killed by a robot. The death, of course, was completely unintentional. There simply weren't safeguards in place to protect Williams. No alarms notified him of the approaching arm, and there was no technology in place to alter the robot's behavior in the presence of a human person. As of 1979, the artificial intelligence involved wasn't sophisticated enough to do anything to prevent such a death. 
a jury agreed that not enough care had been put into the design of the robot. William's family won a $10 million lawsuit for his wrongful death from the Unit Handling Systems, a division of Lytton Industries, the manufacturer that designed the robot. In the ensuing years, roboticists, computer scientists, and artificial intelligence experts have continued to struggle with the issue of how robots can safely interact with humans without causing them harm. Decades later, reports of human deaths caused by robots or artificial intelligences feel more commonplace. Uber and Tesla have made the news with reports of their partially autonomous cars getting into accidents and killing passengers or striking pedestrians. Though many safeguards now are in place, the problem still hasn't been solved. However, none of these deaths are caused by the will of the robot. These programmed machines don't have a will, just a set of operating conditions. But there's a worry, fanned by the flames of science fiction stories like The Terminator or The Matrix, that artificial intelligences could develop a will of their own, and, in that development, the desire to harm a human. We spoke with Shimon Whiteson, associate professor in the Department of Computer Science at the University of Oxford and chief scientist and co-founder of Morpheus Labs. He calls this concern the anthropomorphic fallacy. This, he said, is the assumption that a system with human-like intelligence must also have human-like desires, e.g. to survive, be free, have dignity, etc. There's absolutely no reason why this would be the case, as such a system will only have whatever desires we give it. Value misalignment, he argues, is the greater existential threat, where a gap exists between what a programmer tells a machine to do and what the programmer really meant to happen. Whiteson explained, how do you communicate your values to an intelligent system such that the actions it takes fulfill your true intentions? The discrepancy between the two becomes more consequential as the computer becomes more intelligent and autonomous. Whiteson tells us that the even greater threat, however, is scientists purposefully designing robots that can kill human targets without human intervention for military purposes. The Guardian reports that 381 partly autonomous weapon and military robotic systems have been deployed or are under development in a dozen countries, including China, France, Israel, the UK, and the US. In 2015, AI and robotics researchers around the world published an open letter calling for a worldwide ban on such technology, and it's currently endorsed by almost 4,000 researchers in the field and over 22,000 other concerned humans, including folks like Stephen Hawking and Noam Chomsky. And the United Nations is meeting again in 2018 to discuss if and how to regulate so-called killer robots. Today's episode was written by Brian Young and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other all-too-human topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 